Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with trendsetters, tastemakers, and other experts in the food and beverage industry about everything from emerging trends to regulatory pressures to marketing strategies. Last week, we talked about the emerging do-it-yourself food and beverage movement, where consumers are taking a more active role in producing and making their own food, either by growing their own greens or brewing their own kombucha or assembling chef-inspired gourmet meals with the help of a kit delivered to their door. This week, we'll continue exploring what this trend means for manufacturers in the consumer packaged goods space by looking at a new product recently launched by Baruvi Fresh, Humister. Humister is a conveniently packaged kit that includes everything consumers need to make hummus anytime, anywhere. The cup that holds the individually wrapped ingredients can even double as a mixing bowl and comes with a small wooden spoon for on-the-go stirring and snacking. To talk with me about Humister and how it fits into the larger DIY food movement, as well as Americans' ongoing love affair with hummus, I'm joined by Alone Kruvi, the Managing Director for Baruvi. Thanks for joining me. Before we talk about your product and even the DIY movement, let's start with hummus. About 15 years ago, most Americans had never heard of hummus or even its base ingredients of chickpeas or garbanzo beans and tahini. But now the dip is a staple in many U.S. homes and makes common appearances in lunch boxes and at parties and is on the menu in many restaurants. Can you set the stage for us about hummus's rise to glory in the U.S. and what's driving its popularity? Okay, so... Um like you said, in the past 15 years, you're absolutely right. I um, grew up in the States and then moved back to Israel. And while I was growing up in the States in the, um, I would say, the late 70s, towards the, the early 80s, like you said, nobody knew what hummus was. We had, uh, the family had a little falafel shop back in L.A., and we would have to explain to every customer what falafel was, obviously, and then what the hummus was. Barely people knew what garbanzo beans or what chickpeas are. Yet, like you said, tahini, so you're so right about that. And then I moved back to, well, actually, we moved back to Israel and came back. Um, I'm about 10 years, 15 years later, and all of a sudden, hummus is everywhere. And coming from a family that, is um, third, I'm like third generation in the hummus business. So all our family is always surrounded by what's going on with hummus and what hummus does and how it is. To see some such a phenomenon like how the United States inter, uh, opened up to this product is definitely an amazing thing. The reason for it, in my eyes, first of all, it's yummy. It's delicious. It's a, it's a healthy snack. It's a healthy alternative to junk food. Um, it's a dip. Americans love to dip. They love to take a chip and, um, you know, with watching a game or uh, well, wherever you are, you know, watching TV, watching games, whatever, they love to dip. It's a healthy alternative to uh, other dips that were like, that came out that were like mayonnaise-based or oil-based or high in fat content. And 
it has the health benefits as well. And I think there is a great trend that people also um, are looking into healthier, healthier eating. Yeah, for sure. Healthy eating is definitely a big macro trend that we're seeing. And to your point about the the health benefits of hummus, it's obviously packed with protein and packed with fiber, which are really big trends right now. Absolutely. And it also has a tendency to reduce uh, cholesterol. Um, the tahini, I believe, does that. And it's loaded with iron. So there's a lot of health benefits to eating hummus. Sort of as the popularity of hummus has increased, so too has the competition. I mean, now I walk down the aisle and I see so many brands and flavors and even the the base ingredients are changing. So they're ranging now not just from chickpeas, but beets and edamame and even carrots in some cases. Can you describe sort of what you're seeing in the competitive landscape and how it's shifting? Well, we definitely see a lot of innovation in, in the product in the field. Like you've mentioned, you can see edamame hummus. Um, the funny thing is that hummus in Hebrew or in Arabic means chickpeas. And this is where it's a little, you know, a little, uh, para- uh, has, it's a little funny. It has a little parody because if you, you need to use chickpeas to make hummus, that's the base. And people are using like edamame, their black bean hummuses. There's a lot of different items out there. A lot of innovation. I see a lot of innovation in the, in, in the field. Where do you um, where do you see saturation in the hummus category, and where do you still see potential for growth? Well, saturation is definitely in the refrigerator section. I am seeing more and more brands that we would never even assume ten years ago that we would get into this field. Um, you can see them already saturating the refrigerator section. Um, the room for um, for new product lines is, I believe, is what Commister has to offer. We're offering what they can't offer, which is all the, the right products. It's fresh, it's organic, it's tasty, it's preservative-free. That is the thing that we're offering that they can't offer yet. How would you describe it and sort of what makes it really unique? The first thing. Fresh is certain food items are meant to be eaten fresh. Certain food items are good a day later. If we're making some kind of a pot roast at home or something, you know, sometimes the flavors will gel in better the next day. Certain soups will be better the next day. There are items that you want to eat fresh. Hummister is one of those, and that is one of the main ideas behind it. Hummus, at its the minute you finish mixing it, blending it, and this is what I've seen with my experience in all the restaurants that I've worked before and the factories that we had and every application that we involved hummus with, hummus is the best right when it's mixed. It You can't beat it. The freshness is unbeatable. I'm looking at a tub here with all these little packets in it. Can you maybe just explain the basics of what a buyer gets when they go to the shelf, not the refrigerator, but the shelf, and um, buy this product, and they open it up? What are they going to see? I am sure for the first-time user, they will um, maybe raise an eyebrow, like, what did we get? Basically, they're going to be three packets inside. The reason those, those three packets are made of, one, uh, the cooked chickpeas, 
which is a cooked chickpea, the organic cooked chickpea puree. The other one will be the organic tahini, and the third one will be the organic spices. By separating all three of these uh, items, we can create the experience of bringing the freshness to life. As long as those ingredients, the way that they're made and designed, are kept separate, they're shelf-stable, they don't need preservatives, they, um, they retain their freshness. Once they're, they're opened up and they're combined, one, you're experiencing the fresh hummus on the spot right there that has all the um, advantages over the, the others. Besides being fresh and tasty, it's pre it, again, it has no preservatives. It's organic, and you don't need refrigeration to store it for roughly a year or more. We could give more. There's, with the technology allows two years even to give um, to the product. There's plenty of time to make it fresh and good. One of the things you didn't mention that's in the tub, which I should say is um, you can mix the ingredients in the, the tub, stir. right? Yeah, the little wooden stir. Yeah, yeah. We love that little stir. That tub is made... Obviously, you can mix everything in a bowl at home and then serve it with a spoon. But if you're on the go, anywhere, picnic, uh, on a plane, um, at the gym, wherever you're on the go, you have you can make your ready-made hummus right there. You don't need any appliances. You don't need to soak. You don't need to cook. You don't need to bake. You don't need anything. Everything is ready right there. Yeah, and it's so neat because, as you mentioned earlier, this is really sort of fitting into a larger trend that we're seeing in terms of DIY food. Um, and we recently talked about this in another episode of Soup to Nuts. And this includes um, a move by consumers to sort of grow their own herbs or microgreens or use meal kits to help them make gourmet dinners from scratch at home. You know, I'd love to get your two cents on what you see with this larger trend and how Hummister fits into it. Well, Hummister um, is a natural fit into this trend. This trend is um, is really amazing. The, the options that are out there on the market today for an average uh, home cook to prepare um, a gourmet meal is made so simple in relative to what it used to be um, years back where you have to go source your products and your recipes and um, get some advice from your grandmother on how to actually make it and bring it out the best flavor, etc. Well, today you have these kits that are no-brainers. Literally, you order whatever you want to make and everything is laid out for you. Most of the prep work is done for you. The sourcing is done for you and you get the recipe there with you. Now, this trend, I believe, is coming from where people um, want or enjoy serving good food. Becoming, like, they see there's a lot of TV around the chefs and the cooking channels and the prestige that comes with that and that kind of allows you to bring it into your home without being fully, uh, being a fully trained chef like you see on TV and stuff. And it's cool. People like, people like making uh, something 
easily and serving it on the table and showing, you know, their, their people, they're entertaining their guests. Look what I have made and getting that feedback. Oh my God, you're amazing. How did you make this? Everybody loves to do that. And that's where a uh, hummuster is built into this. You can make your own hummus. You can feel that you made your own hummus. You know what you're putting on your plate. You know what you're feeding your kids or your guests and actually making a good product. Instead of opening up a tin or a refrigerated preserved product, you're making something fresh. Your pride kind of goes in with the product as well. You know, you serve it on your table, you're there. You made it. The DIY trend, I think, is also interesting because ostensibly it conflicts with this other macro trend of a demand for speed and convenience. Um, but you've sort of been talking about it as if Humister sort of um, touches into both of these trends or branches over into both of them. Can you talk about um, the shelf stability and the portability and really bring home for us how this is also a convenient item? It's very convenient to make. If you wouldn't want to make hummus from scratch, you, it wouldn't, it's not an easy process. If you would want to make a, a, not a gourmet, a wholesome hummus at home, it would take you, you have to soak the beans overnight and then cooking them and cooling them and sourcing your stuff. You can make real hummus at home. It's very convenient and very fast. You have all the ingredients that you need right there, and it will take you less than a minute to make it sits in your pantry. You don't need to refrigerate it. And you don't need to clean the food processor afterwards. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't need to. First of all, when you cook the chickpeas, uh, first of all, soaking, that takes time. Cooking the chickpeas will, um, will kind of create some kind of a mess. Sometimes they overboil. Sometimes they, uh, the, the pot runs. You need to scrub the pan after. Your, your stove is going to get dirty. Um, eliminate that. Then you got the mixer and the tools, and yeah, it's this is easy. Life made easy and flavorful. You have three flavors that I see here. I see classic, Mediterranean, and village. Can you describe these right. flavors and how you selected them? There's like like we spoke before. There's so many kinds of hummus out there. Um, we chose the one from the Mediterranean area. What's very, most popular there, where it came from. The classic is basically a classic hummus. Um, it's got its little zest to it and, and, and salt, and it's not spiced up. Different trends, different areas make their hummus a little bit different. Um, Arab villages where you would, where we used to go and uh, sample their hummus and stuff, we would find that it had an additional spice to it. Actually, there's two more spices into it. That's where the village came from. It is, it, they like cumin. The Mediterranean, um, Middle Eastern, Arab style, what we call the village, has a touch of cumin and a little bit of garlic in there as well. And it's not going to be as tangy or acidic as the, the classic will be. The, the, the lemon or the lemony flavor of it gets reduced. The Mediterranean flavor, is on the contrary to the village is more sour. It's got more acid flavor. Uh, it's, it's more acidic, and um, it has a tang of garlic, kind of resembling the Greek hummus. It is more tangy than the classic, and it has a touch of garlic in there. So these three are basically kind of covering that area for now. 
And I understand that Hummister is just launching this month. Where can we expect to see it on store shelves? As of now, it's on Amazon, and it will be very easily available very soon. I can imagine, uh, because it doesn't need to be refrigerated, it would be a really good item for the C-Store channel where refrigeration is limited. Is that uh, an outlet that you're looking at? Uh, We're looking at all options, um, convenience stores, grocery stores, um, major retailers. It could even go to drug stores. It could go to, like, uh, general nutrition stores. because it um, doesn't need doesn't require refrigeration, this is a huge advantage towards distribution and, and selling the product. So it shouldn't be uh, a problem to bring it basically to any store. You can, even if it's a small convenience store and a gas station can put it by their chips. It could go anywhere. Uh, I know you mentioned earlier that you were leaving room for innovation. Can you talk a little bit about what's on the horizon for the brand or your company? We do want to stick to uh, nutritious food, healthy food. We have ideas from making from papa ganoush to potato salads to sauces to different hummuses um, involving more vegetables. There's there's so many. The sky's the limit. Well, certainly be interesting to watch how Hummuster grows along with this emerging DIY food and beverage movement. I want to thank you for talking with us about your brand as well as some of the macro trends that you're seeing out there today. I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in, and I hope that you will join us again next week for another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast.